0: 32GI Leading sports nutrition provider Focused on health and performance 32GI Trusted sports nutrition advisors. Mark Wolf joining us on the line race day. I mean, nutrition is key in the build up post, but race day, of course, extremely important. Del Motor Two Oceans Marathon is upon us. Mark Wolf, what are the key elements that people should be looking around race day? Of course, we've got breakfast, we've got during the race. Uh, what are the things that you always earmark as important on race day? For me, one of the most critical parts of race day is actually your pre-race meal. A lot of people tend to not eat before a big race, but it's, it's so crucial. You have to because what you take in the morning of race day is going to actually play a very crucial role in fueling you during that race. So I always tell people it's best to, provide a, to eat a meal that will provide you stability um, and also give you the energy requirements that you need during that event. And in that case, we'll look for a slightly higher-carbohydrate meal, unless you're obviously a a low-carb, high-fat eater. Um, But depending on the kind of diet that you follow, you need to try and keep it simple and clean. The best time to eat would be at least a minimum of two hours before the event so that you've got enough time to have it digested and and absorbed. And generally, depending on your weight, you'd look at something anywhere between, I'd say, 250 to 400 calories of intake at that time um, of the morning. Don't skip your pre-race meal. It is very, very important. People ask me what kind of meals you should eat. First of all, I always tell people, don't don't just ask me what I would eat because what I eat might not be suitable for you. But I have given ideas where somebody could eat, for example, rolled oats and a bit of peanut or almond butter or a half a banana. You could eat some banana on toast. You could have a sweet potato. Um, you could have some rice or quinoa and peanut butter. Uh, you could have some oatmeal pancakes, you could have eggs on toast, you could have eggs and avocado. It really really depends on the kind of person you are, what kind of diet you follow, but um, very crucial to eat that uh, that pre race meal. Remember what you eat before the race is going to help fuel you during the race, and one of the things that you need in an ultra distance event is a topped up fuel tank. You cannot head into that event without a topped up fuel tank. When heading off to the event, make sure you do hydrate. Um, sufficiently but do not overhydrate because at that time of the morning it's very cool and the last thing you want to do when the event starts is feel like you've got a very heavy stomach a very overloaded bladder and you need to go to the toilet so that's very very important as well again keep the fiber the high fiber out of the food try and keep it as uh, low fiber as possible so that you don't get any irritable bowel and Then we need to look at race day fueling. Now race day fueling is very, very crucial and you should have practiced this in your training. If you haven't, you have completely fallen short um, of actually preparing properly for the event because nutrition is very crucial. You cannot just rely, first of all, with what's on course if you haven't tried and tested it and second of all, you should be planning what you're going to take with you on course in order to be able to fuel yourself properly. The best way to fuel um, in a endurance events specifically at two oceans marathon is to make sure that you separate your hydration and your energy requirements out so think about hydration in terms of this is what's going to keep my body hydrated and it's going to keep the fluid in it that you need to know how much you're going to be consuming for an hour and separate to that you need to understand your energy requirements your energy requirements come from calories of course and that will be in the in the form of carbohydrates for most people and in the form of carbohydrates, you need to understand how many carbohydrates you require per an hour to keep you sustained through an event. Now, one of the things that I do advocate to runners specifically, because running does actually um, aggravate the digestive system. You know, ra- running is is, is is quite a, a high-impact sport, and it does aggravate the digestive system. What I, What I recommend is smaller feeds frequently as opposed to bigger feeds, you know, spaced uh, far apart and the reason I say it is because the digestive system can cope with a smaller amount of calories at a time um, and, abs- and Utilize and absorb it as opposed to actually dealing with a very big amount of calories at one time and I find that That's called a drip feed method. I find it works very very well um, So fueling every 20 to 30 minutes as opposed to every 45 minutes to an hour would probably be a lot easier on the digestive system and it would, may- it would allow you to balance that energy uh, system out a lot better So that's basically um, If you want to call it eat small and frequently But it's measuring your food intake by time So you words, know, clock feeding and making sure You do take something every 20 to 30 minutes um, For runners uh, Some runners can get away with as little as 20 to 30 grams of carbohydrates per an hour um, And uh, yeah. some need to take more But I would say anywhere between The 20 to sort of 60 mark Would be absolutely fine you don't need to take in more than that, um, especially if you had uh, combined that with a pre training meal as well. Remember, it's not about the amount of carbohydrates that you're taking in. It is about what your body is capable of absorbing and utilizing. Anybody can consume a large amount, but it does not mean that the body is going to utilize and absorb that amount of carbohydrates. So that's very, very important to understand. One of the things I do need to emphasize is that if you take in too much carbs, if you overdo it with the sugar, it can lead to muscle cramping. And that is a fact. So do not overdo it. You rather want to underdo it. And the reason being is is that the minute you overload your stomach with glucose, concentrated fluids, and it cannot be absorbed, it is going to sit there and it's actually going to cause havoc actually with fluid absorption as well. So what's going to happen is you're going to have a very, very, very sort of um, heart glucose concentrate in the stomach, and the fluid is going to battle to get out. It, it can lead to cramping. It can also lead to stomach cramps and to a very um, irritable sort of a feeling. It can also lead to a little bit of dizziness and nausea. It's the last place that you want to be. So taking the least amount of fuel to achieve the greatest result, and that's exactly what I, I say to people. Remember, it's an ultra-distance event. There's no ways that that you will feel that on only your glycogen stores. Your glycogen stores in an event like that will mostly be depleted. So um, it is a fat-fueling event. It is more pace-controlled, and you don't need to take in a, a large amount of glucose at any one time and spark your insulin levels. It's just not required. I do get asked a lot, what about caffeine? And when it comes to caffeine, I always tell people, Um, If you haven't tried and tested it in training, then there's no reason to try and test it on the day. If you are a caffeine consumer during an event, then by all means you could use it. Caffeine is best taken probably um, in the morning with your pre-race meal. You could take caffeine, and there we look at anywhere between, I'd say, one to three milligrams of caffeine per kilogram of body weight. Um, But again, you need to have tested that, and then you could take it uh, at the start of the event and Generally, um, caffeine starts metabolizing around 60 minutes, so you would want to try and get in uh, caffeine every, I'd say, probably at least once an hour. There are some people that take more caffeine, and some people like to take it every 30 minutes, um, and then there are some athletes who like to take it only in the last bit of a, a race in order to wake up the brain. It has been shown to help improve performance because it actually wakes up the brain and helps with mental focus, but if you are taking caffeine, make sure that it's a measured amount of caffeine and you understand how much to take per an hour. Um, as far as protein goes, um, in an event, <coughs> if you're going um, in an ultra and it's going a lot longer than uh, four to five hours, you can consume protein on route just to help act as a sort of a buffer and delay the onset of muscle fatigue. It also helps uh, satiate you, in other words, get gets rid of the hunger pangs, and it does break up that uh, that sort of intake of glucose. So, so protein can be consumed as well and um, it might be worth taking in if you're going to go for that period of time so please make sure that you are prepared from a race nutrition perspective if you're not prepared you better stop thinking about it very soon and make sure you've got some sort of a plan for the big day on the day stick to your plan don't deviate and you will get to the finish line feeling a lot happier and a lot more comfortable I wish you all the best of luck and you have a great race all you need to know about Two Oceans Race Day Nutrition with Mark Wolf. 32GI Leading sports nutrition provider Focused on health and performance 32GI Trusted sports nutrition advisors